Good evening, nerdlings everywhere, and welcome back to another episode of The Nerd Fix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. In this episode, we will be doing two creepypasta readings, something that I will admit I haven't done in a while and I felt like I should get back into it again, but for you guys, I decided to read two creepypasta stories that I think will send a chill down your spine. So for those of you who are fans of creepypastas, sit back, relax, and get ready for your creepy things. In the summer of 2013, I found myself driving home alone on Highway 902 from a party. It was almost midnight, and needless to say, it was pitch black. As was usual at night, I was on edge. I had the radio off and could hear nothing but the muffled roar of tires on pavement and the dull hum of the engine. I stole a glance into the middle rear view mirror and saw nothing but darkness through the black back window. I know that I looked backward and saw nothing. I'm sure of it. Just the seemingly endless blackness of the night, I remember it so clearly because not ten seconds later, a car passed by me to the left. Headlights on. I had one of those sudden adrenaline rushes, like when you think you see a person outside your bedroom window when it's just a tree, or when you start awake night when the feeling of falling. Ten seconds earlier, nothing had been behind me. Suddenly, a car. I drove the rest of the way home, shivering and knowing something was off. The next morning, I found two sets of scratches near the back of my van. One was on the rear, left rear, one was on the right. The car was pretty old. They could have been there for months. But that was the first time I distinctively remember seeing them. In hindsight, there are two possibilities for what happened that night. Possibility 1. By some glitch in reality or something paranormal, this other car has somehow appeared behind me with 10 seconds of me checking my mirror, like some weird ghost crap or something. However, the second option is what made my blood run cold whenever I consider it. It didn't even occur to me until months after the fact, but it made me dread driving alone at night even more. Possibility number two. The car was normal. It had approached me from the rear and passed me to my left. However, something large and wide and as black as the night had been clinging to the rear of my car, obscuring my view through the window and leaving deep scratches on the sides and I have inadvertently driven it home with me. Our second story is called Kids in the Dark. Growing up poor in the deep south meant sharing a lot with my little brother Ollie. Most often, we'd pass toys, clothes, and skin conditions between us. Up until he was six, we even shared a bed. Neither of us was happy about that. 
it was my 10th birthday when that changed. I got one present that year and it was my a bed of my own. Ollie was jealous right away and I could understand why. He had to keep that half broken down frame with a worn out mattress. The one I got I got wasn't much better, but not being broke, broken and warm was enough. Sleeping apart was a great feeling. It was freedom. No longer would I have to suffer the sudden and inexplicable kicks to the stomach. No longer would I I wake up to Ollie's foot pressed to my neck like he stepped on Dracula the night before. At least, that's what I thought. Right away, right after I got the new bed, the shriek started. At first, I thought Ollie woke up in the middle of the night and screamed because he had gotten scared. Then the sound echoed through the tiny room again, and I knew it wasn't a normal cry. The room was already pitch black after sunset. The one window we had we had pressed against a long leaf pine, and even the biggest, brightest moon cast no light inside. The shriek just above the just above drove me crazy. Every night, probably at the same exact time, these sharp yelps would knock me right out of my dreams. It wasn't my mom or dad yelling either. I knew what that sounded like. Believe me. Most worrying of all was the fact I could never tell where it was coming from. It seemed completely random. One night, it came from somewhere near the closet. The next, it shot out from a corner of the ceiling. Any hope I had of having my own space would get dashed every time as Ollie would silently slip into the bed with me, shaking like crazy. He collapsed onto me and wouldn't let go until it was almost daybreak. Most times, I'd take his hand and tell him everything was going to be okay, that it'd be over by morning. But I was never really sure. Over time, the shrieks started changing. At first, it was only by a small degree, but eventually it took on the primal hooting sound of a primate calling out its fierce warning. I had to clasp pillows to my ears just to keep from going deaf. Mom and Dad never believed me or Ollie, basically because the thing, whatever it was, refused to make a peep when they were in the room. Apparently, they couldn't even hear it through the walls, even though it was damn sure loud enough. The shriek just got worse and worse until I felt like I couldn't take it anymore. Ollie and I were doing really bad in school, and we just had no energy at all. I could sleep more deeply with my head propped up and eyes open in the middle of class than in my own room at night. Then, thankfully, we moved out of the house nearly a year, a year later. I had contemplated all sorts of things, even a child's clumsy concept of suicide get away from the horrific nightly noise. There was no problem at the next house. It was a nice white cookie cutter home on a dead end street, and I welcomed the normalcy. What's more, we had moved in there was a bunk bed waiting for me and Ollie. No more broken bed. 
no more second bed I ended up sharing. So anyway, the only problem was deciding who gets the top bunk. I told Ollie I deserved it. After all, I have gotten a new bed way back, and he ruined it by climbing in every night. What? He shook his head. I never did that. I had always wondered why the noise stopped the second I was sharing my bed. Now I know the answer. were two creepypasta stories that would send a shiver down your spine. So what were your thoughts on these two creepypasta stories? Did you like them? Did you not like them? Let me know in a questionnaire that I will be posting at the end of this episode on Spotify. And let me know what other stories you'd like for me to read in the next episode that I will be doing for creepypastas. But for those of you who have stopped by, thank you so much for listening. And as always, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for stopping by, and I will see you next time for a brand new episode. Later!